What up, Doe? What's going on? This is Sean Crow, Matt Benavides, Matthew Gregory, and we are back another week. Um, today back. is August 4th, 2020, and on this day in sports history, uh, Carl Lewis wins the gold medal at Los Angeles, won a gold medal at the Los Angeles Olympics, 1984. Um, Carl Lewis, most famous for uh, terribly singing the national anthem <laughs> yes. at a Rockets game, Rockets <laughs> Blazers. And the Rockets. Rockets! The Rockets Blazers, uh, they're playing right now. Uh oh, yeah. yeah, what a great segue. Uh, it is a little after 9 o'clock, uh, August 4th, and we're watching the Rockets take on the, the Trail Blazers. So, Central Standard. Yeah, Central Standard, that's right, for all of our people uh, overseas. Uh, that is definitely a thing that we were looking into. Um, so, yeah, man, busy week. Man, basketball's back. That's kind of where we're leading off. Like we mentioned, got the game on right now. And what better way to lead off than talk about the team that we're watching right now, which is the Houston Rockets. Um, Looking pretty solid so far in the opening. Yeah, Rockets came out hot. So their first game uh, was Friday the 31st. They put up, like, I think it was 1,005 to 1,004. Yeah, the first like the Mavericks. Points yeah. galore. Yeah, 153 to 149. Um, no, no defense. And no. it was no overtimes, right? It was just a like regular... Yeah, they game. went overtime. They did. Go, oh, that's right. Yeah, they did. They got the tip. That they, the tip. Okay. We so, Rockets stole that one. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, it was eighty-five to seventy-five at half. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Which it was like the final score for like ninety percent of those last dance games that I watched on oh, the, yeah, the documentary. Yeah. It's insane to think that a team put that up in one half. Like there was no defense whatsoever. No. Um. And I think I was looking at like a little uh, gift today or like a, uh, a meme today about the Rockets' last two games. Uh, they were down seven with 45 seconds left to the Mavs. Okay. We'll end up winning that game. Jeez. And then no the, uh, Sunday, they were. I think that's when it was. Yeah. When they played the. The, the Bucks? The Bucks. Thank you. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were down, I think eight with four minutes left so obviously not as impressive of a comeback but still a comeback nonetheless oh yeah um which which was which was fun to see let's not forget you know the james harden stealing from Giannis two steals late in the yeah so that was like the really cool thing that like was was everyone was kind of like hyped up to see was uh you know, the matchup between Giannis and, and James Harden. Obviously, they don't, they're not really going head-to-head. -head. They're not really guarding each yeah. other. But, I mean, it was still, you know, they've had their beef. I think it was uh, yeah, Harden. Who, so Giannis started it, Giannis, right? Giannis started it and said pretty much if, if you want to win the game, just go after Harden. Well, so I know they were talking about um, – oh, I don't ever heard the All-Star. So before the All-Star game, they had, remember they had team captains like Team Giannis and Team LeBron? Yeah. So mm -hmm. they're picking players, and it was between like James Harden, Damian Lillard, and like Devin Booker. And so like then they were picking them live. Right. Like, you know, you pick like a, a, vol a dodgeball team. Right. And so he's like, ooh, so it's between Booker and, and Damian Lillard. And so Charles Barkley is like, uh, well, you don't want to go with James Harden? He's like, no, I want someone who's going to pass the ball. Ha ha ha! Little right. dig there. Yeah. So fast forward. Um, 
Harden, a couple days later, he, he was talking about Giannis, and he was like, I wish I could be seven foot and just run down the court and dunk. That takes no skill. And he was like, or he didn't say that, but he was like, I actually have to like be skilled and like know how to like play and score right, like right. that. And then, Ooh, and then after the All Star game, uh, they they're asking Giannis like, what was the uh, like the, the strategy for his team? And he said it was basically it was like find whoever James was guarding and give him the ball. Oh. Well, you know, that was February when and James Harden does not have a short memory. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man, two pivotal possessions against the Bucks. Harden put the clamps on Giannis. He had the one where Giannis kind of got in the lane. Um, I forget who was guarding him. But anyway, he poked a hand in there, stripped him, went down and scored. And then, like, the final possession where Giannis had the ball, he chest to chest and just played great defense, didn't foul or anything. And wow. Yeah, and then Giannis jumped up in the air. Harden shut him down. He didn't know what to do with the ball, so he threw it and then House stole it. Yeah, for the, pretty much the win there for a turnover. So I mean, really? yeah, it was it was pretty cool to see because I'm, you know, everyone who knows me, I'm I'm all for slandering James Harden. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I mean, nothing I can say this game. Like he played Man, well. Six steals that game. Yeah, really? I mean six. And I think we looked yeah. up. So. Um, a little behind behind the curtain of what goes on here at, at, at the MSM house, uh, we got into a heated debate, a disagreement, a tiff, if you will, oh, about the uh, production of, of Benjamin Franklin Simmons. Uh, that is that's not his middle name. Oh, I wish man, it was, I was Benjamin totally Button. Uh, anyway, so I was trying to prove, you know, obviously he's like the best, one of the best, if not the best perimeter defender this year, right? And so we said, uh, he was number one in steals per game and number one in total steals. Well, the, while that is true, James Harden is actually one steal away from being first place of total steals. Ooh, wow. Ben has uh, more per game because I think he's played like eight games less than Harden has. Yeah. So he averages like 2.1 a game, but Harden averages, I think, like 1.8 or 1.9. But Harden was played, I think it was like maybe eight to ten more games. and Total steals. Yeah, one game, and so he has steal one steal behind Ben's total steal. So uh, that whole, you know, Harden doesn't play any defense thing, you know, we might have to put that to rest. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, I, he's not going to be an ever, like, you know, he's not going to win any all-NBA defense or anything, but he can play defense when he wants to. And then, you know, because unfortunately <laughs> there's people out there, like you said, that love to slander, you know, not only James Harden, other players, and they'll just go and pick – you know, plays where they take a play off or oh, they just yeah. – they botch something or you have a total brain fart, you know? Totally fine with doing that, by the way. <laughs> like <laughs> like we just watched the the amount of game winners hit on Paul George. Right. So, okay. What? So, so so fast forward to today, right? Um, I saw that. If, yeah. So, Devin Booker hits the game winner against the Clippers. Right, right, right. Um, Clippers also lost to the Lakers the first game of the se- uh, series, but we'll – Get more into that in a sec. Into the Clippers, Lakers later. Anyway, yeah. So Devin Booker hit the game winner on Paul George, and Paul George is known apparently around the league as like this amazing two-way player, and he is a great defender. Yeah, Don't get me wrong; he's he's kind of the total package when it comes to playing. But man, does he have an affinity for just getting dotted in the eye for game winners? <laughs> really? There was a like a three-minute montage of just game that winners. long. No way of yeah. his career. Get losing game winners of him solely guarding the person. I mean, there was a couple that were kind of tough where like he got a screen, he got screened oh. off, 
But right. there were some, obviously, you know, flashback last year or a couple of years ago, the, the Damian, Damian Lillard one from like all Dude, the way in does Salem. Does that, you know what I mean? The today's, uh, he had the, the layup he gave up to LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals a I couple weeks, you know what I mean? couple years ago and like it went back into like his early days in indiana and like Dwayne wade got him one game uh there was a whole but it was was like two or three two or three minute montage of him just like game winners it was pretty funny that's not a montage right so it was funny i think the caption was something like uh uh paul george is in playoff form uh like you know just dotted in the eye uh but Kind of going back, we were talking to you about uh, Clippers Lakers. The Lakers just clinched the number one yeah. seed. Um, I did it's see some today that was kind of funny. It was um, it was an article that LeBron was saying like everybody doubted us, so this one was like personal. And then like somebody had like they quote tweeted it with an article, a headline from an article back in October that was like favorites to win the NBA title Lakers and Clippers come in top two like, like, bro, like nobody thought you yeah, weren't no. gonna win it like no. when they found like oh they got Anthony Davis See, that's, like that's players doing that Jordan thing where you gotta hype yourself up and, and just well I mean at that point when you're you already got the number one seed locked up you have to do something to yeah, amp, amp your edge give you the edge do yeah. something I guess that's kind of what makes LeBron great is if that's the mindset he always has yeah because I mean I'm coasting at that point if I've already locked up one I would probably take it most of that half, the second half of that game. You know, and, that, and that's one of the things I see the Lakers doing. They'll probably play like their starters the first half, these right. remaining, what, five or six games they have left. And then after that, they'll sit just to make sure no one gets hurt. Yeah. And didn't when we did like the preview, like the Lakers had like a really easy schedule. Like, I remember I was saying like the Lakers and the Sixers, I thought I had like the two easiest schedules. Uh, I think it wasn't the toughest. I can't, I can't remember the strength in, like entirely, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't remember them having like a like. A yeah, I think one. all they had really the toughest game was the Clippers, I believe. Yeah, and I know they played some like five hundred team twice in the beginning and the end. I wonder yeah. if it was like the Magic or the like somebody like that. We're so, like, why are they playing them twice? So yeah. watching these, you know, NBA games now, what do y'all think of the whole whole way they have it set up? So really quick, the 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 next three games are Thunder, Rockets, Pacers, and apparently TJ Warren is like going to be the MVP of the league. Uh, after dropping 53 yeah. on the Sixers, which we'll talk about in a second. And then the first half of today's game, he went eight for eight. Didn't miss a shot in the first half. Wow. <laughs> it was crazy. Anyway, what was your question, Gregor? I'm sorry. I didn't mean so uh, watching, uh, there's been, what, three, four games now everybody's played. What yeah. do you think of the format? I mean, how do you like it? Watching it now on TV, I mean, I remember when I first saw it, I thought it was a video game. But <laughs> I love the fact that it looks they have so many different camera angles. I do like that courtside, like riding camera angle. That is yeah. a good one to. There's nobody to there, so they have these cool camera angles. You have you can actually hear what the refs are talking about. Yeah, that's, uh, that's been kind of back and forth. Though. Yeah, I feel like negative. you're not going to get that home field advantage in the playoffs, though, because there's no neutral like. Oh, I don't know. It's going to be comp- crowd things been kind of yeah, but not true, enough. But you're not going to have it. you know you're not going to have one of those all the fans just booing the refs and then you know like <laughs> yeah, a minute that. later you get a makeup call. That's not going to happen. You're just going to get tap on the app to get some virtual noise in there. Right. So I'll say this: there's a yeah, that's right. why I'm here. I'm a poet and I know it. <laughs> like Ain't afraid to show it. There you go. Boom. Wow. Nurkic. Oh, he's yeah. down, but that was a nice dunk. Anyway, um. 
So uh, to answer your question, Gregory, I, I actually kind of like it. It's It just reminds me of just like a bunch of dudes at an open gym just like getting a run in. I think it's been really kind of fun. You, there, okay. A lot of them have been close games. They have. There's yeah. been a lot of close games. It makes it fun, interesting. The one we just finished. Celtics, um, Miami. Yeah, the, the Heat Celtics. That came down to like the last minute. Uh, Celtics made a nice little run at the end with a Kemba 3. Just too little too late. But, I mean, you know, it's people getting their chemistry back together. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I haven't played in three or four months. Uh, so it's kind of cool to – to to see and i will say i think there's some things that they can bring into when the regular season gets back and i really like kind of having the the refs voice like them talking you know, to where you can hear what they're saying it kind of reminds me of nfl like you know when they get on their mics and they say anything so people at home can know what the ref the call yeah, is yeah. and it doesn't happen all the time obviously but whenever it's like a close call you know normally it's you in a regular game and especially in like a playoff setting like this You'd see the ref go over, say something to the uh, the announcer, and then, then they would announce it. Yeah. But um, at the buzzer, Ooh, nice, bang, it. great way to go into half. Um, live update, fifty six sixty one halftime. Anyway, um, but I think that's something that can definitely translate to to when the regular season comes back, especially in the playoffs, is being able to hear that ref, whether he's mic'd up or he's whatever they're doing, they're pushing that little microphone button. Now you can hear what the call is. I think that puts a lot of responsibility on the refs to like really get it right. And kind of, oh, yeah. you know, and then like you said, kind of like the riding sideline shot. I love that. Man. Some different camera angles. Um, but there's definitely things that they can bring back. So I think this is a cool little like testing phase that they can do. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's definitely something that I think, you know, a lot of people, can get excited about and it's just fun just to have sports back Man, you're not oh. kidding. you know what i mean this and when you can turn it on at any point in the day and it's either this or baseball or baseball or oh, it's just it's nice to have even the option right so one last thing we'll talk about uh for basketball like i said um you know i i it wouldn't be a pod if i didn't just the pelicans uh, right they look great oh man Do coming they? for that nine and eight yeah they've won the last two Three? They were getting so. like slaughtered by somebody the other day. Did they come back? They come back and won, yeah. Oh, well, good for them. Zion, man. Anyway. Uh, yeah, but would we, not, uh, we know the lead way you're going. I'm about to say, shine. it would not be a pot if I didn't force my agenda on people, um, <laughs> which is the uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Man, so fun game. Well, not so fun. Uh, <laughs> they, they lose to the Pacers. Again, mm-hmm. TJ Warren, who I had to Google, uh, put up 53. I didn't know, you know, it's been a while since I've watched basketball. I forgot that TJ Warren was like an MVP candidate, right? Oh, yeah. So it had been a while. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. He's one of like the top five players like, in the league. When you yeah, put somebody in a bubble, they just lose it. Apparently. It also kind of reminds me of like the NCAA tournament. Like some kid from like some school you never heard of just comes out of nowhere and just dominates the oh, tournament. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it kind of has that kind of cool feel to it, too. Yeah. That's why I like these playing games and. I think it's going to be a fun tournament to watch. Anyway, um, I am a firm believer of, of Brett Brown uh, not knowing what he's doing. Um, that's what I'm a firm – I don't think he'll last past uh, this season, especially if they don't win the title. I think right. if they, even if they go to the finals and they lose, I think he should be fired. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's not a good – like he's not good with like in-game adjustments. Like something happens and he's just like, well, let's just keep doing what we're doing. It's like, no, you got <laughs> to have to adjust. Anyway. So they get spanked by uh, – I mean, they didn't lose by a lot, if I don't remember correctly. It was a kind of a close game. But they ended up losing, obviously. I think by, what, 11? 
No, they lost by six. Okay. Uh, 121-127. But again, it, none of that happens if TJ Warren doesn't – what was it, his birthday? Like, <laughs> Dude, he just got a raise that day or something. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? He, he brought his girl over for like a conjugal visit type setup. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Magic City. Right? Uh, so anyway, there's a there was a, a fun little moment in that game where uh, Shake Milton, uh, MVP Shake Milton mm-hmm. – uh, Tough series, right? So this wasn't his series. Man. He gives up uh, a bucket, right? Inbounds, gets the ball stolen from him for a layup. <laughs> then is has that like feeling like okay, I need to get this back. Gets the ball, runs down the length of the court, travels another, you know, causes another turnover, which wow. leads to a scuffle on the sideline after a timeout where. Joel Embiid tells him, I'm going to slap the ish out of you. Was that like late in the game too? or It was like third quarter, late third quarter. So, I mean, crucial crucial possessions. You know what I mean? Like in a game where like obviously things aren't going your way, you know, again, TJ Warren probably has like 40 at this point. You know what I mean? So it's like obviously. You have to watch that. You know, it's like, dude, (laughs) like what's going on? And then you're like this guy who like just got a starting spot yesterday is essentially throwing the game away, right? So I saw a lot of people, like, everybody, it seems like, in the NBA NBA and NBA Twitter has, like, this agenda to, like, rip apart the Sixers and Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, right? So talking about, oh, like, that's not a good teammate, yelling at him, stuff like this. Like, I want that in my guy to get on his his team. And also, like, if you've never told your friends that you're going to slap the ish out of them, (laughs) like, are you even really that good of friends? That's fair. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. I... Say that to you guys on the daily. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. so anyway, he he Sixers going to lose that game. But Shake Milton is not one who gets down on himself. Yeah, he is not one who is going to pout. Right. So last night I'm in bed. Uh, Sixers are playing. Who would they play? Uh, they're playing the Spurs. Right. And again, another sloppy game. Brett Brown doesn't know what he's doing. Another team that we should be spanking. And they're down 128 to 130, right? With six seconds left, they get the inbounds on the right sideline about uh, about half court. Okay. And a team as well coached as the Spurs, Greg Popovich, arguably the greatest coach of all time, right? Mm -hmm. Forgot basketball 101. The most important person on an inbounds play is who? The inbounder. The inbounder. He's the most dangerous person on inbound. So they let him free to double up Embiid, who had just been being a bully the whole fourth quarter, right? It's the reason why they kept him in the game. So basically, Shake inbounds it. To, I think it was Horford. Uh, Horford looks down. Uh, I think it was uh, White. I forget his last name. Something White. Shades down. Or no, it's uh, DeJounte Murray. Shades down to guard Joe. So a nice fake inside kick out and guess who's standing there shake milton and you know what wasn't shaken oh, his confidence because he <laughs> steps into it one dribble steps into the three boom baby 131 130 Shaking. sixers end up going on get, uh, getting fouled again free throw 132 130 final shake milton welcome, ice in his veins huh? welcome you know what i'm saying Ice in his veins. Welcome to the Philadelphia 76ers. It goes and a, both ways. <laughs> a warm embrace between him and Joel after. You can oh. see Joel was kind of joking with him, talking to him. Yeah, had a hallmark moment. It was great. That's what you want to see. You know what I'm saying? Get on to somebody. 
bounce back. Yeah, and get results. And uh, that's what that's, tough I'll love, man. That. That's what it is. Tough love, exactly. Hope it never happens again. Right, hey man, look out for Shake Milton. Apparently, him and T.J. Warren are the MVPs of this bubble. Uh, <laughs> Tournament style—you never know who's gonna emerge. You, you know, know what I'm saying? You never know who's gonna step up. And my boy Shake Milton did just that. Rang uh, the bell. But fire Brett Brown is the hashtag on all of my tweets going forward. He's <laughs> terrible. We should have beat both those teams by like a million points. Uh, yeah. All right. So earlier, Benavides, you mentioned. Uh, the only two things going on right now are basketball and baseball. So that'll be our next little segue. Um, I always kind of concede uh, the, the the talks of, of kind of leading the pod when it comes to MLB to Gregory. So Gregory, talk to us about what's been going on. Obviously, a few more COVID cases have been going on. Ooh, man, um, I need your hot takes. What's going on? What is your point of view? The Cardinals came out with some, I think. I was going to say, y'all want to go to a casino? Because, I mean, <laughs> I think that's what the cards did. Um oh, now, I mean, Sean was telling me that the people that did go to the casino, they didn't contract the virus. But, again, not a Get good look for baseball. They had 13 players test positive from the cards, um, whereas you still had the Miami Marlins people, I think 18 people there. So, again, they're, they're canceling games. They got to figure out a better way um, to, you know, Keep these guys in house. Um, and one of the big names yeah. from the Cardinals was Yadier Molina. Um, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He came out today, I think. Yadi. Yeah. I mean, Yadi, you know, the future Hall of Famer there. Um, yeah, never a huge fan, but okay. Yeah. I mean, guy had a cannon. I mean, you think he's a Hall of Famer? He's fringe. I mean, I think fringe Hall of Famer. We're gonna have to call Dan up. Dan hates Yadier Molina. I, I mean, Dan not, got I blocked. Am. Dan got blocked by Yadier Molina on Twitter for like just roasting him. I just, Are you kidding? We'll, 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 I'll, we'll call him later. We'll I talk think about he's it. one of the one of the all time greats. Like in the back, uh, back I stop. cannot stand Yadier Molina. Like though. in defensive metrics, I think you have Yadier, and then you oh, have I mean, you have Avon Pudge Rodriguez. Those oh, are my dude, two yeah, that I feel like he deserves to be in. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I think he's French. I would put him in there if I had to pick. Um, but MLB, man, you've had some uh, all-time judge shots here. This guy's going off. He has six home runs in five games. Talk about it. Uh, Yankees, they look, you know, burns me to say they look good. At, they're at 8-1 and one right now. Start spreading the news. Um, the Astros, you know, my team, hey, we're, we're first in our division, but, man, we're just getting – getting hit in the back of the bullpen right now we have Osuna. we've started I, we started eight rookies in five games yes. which is an mlb record and then now roberto osuna is our closer just got put on the shelf today tommy john won't be back till next october 21 is that is that confirmed because i, I thought it was something that, that, he's, that he's seeking a second opinion but it I doesn't look good so. i watched it live and he threw a pitch and you could he just looked at his arm like you could tell like oh, it's not good. Uh-huh. so i don't see him coming back for at least a good while um they got a they got a bunch of good little uh rookies that you know unfortunately with this whole COVID thing they all these rookies from the mlbs they never get the chance to play yeah. Um, so it's kind of fun to watch there. They signed uh, Fernando uh, Rodney. I saw that. From the Sugarland Skeeters farm system. Let's go. Right That's down the road. Yeah. That's where he was. 42 Jeez. years old, uh, oh, pitching in the Sugarland Skeeters. Um, but, you know, the uh, I know the Astros are playing right now. It's good to see um, Altuve hit a bomb. Um, yeah, yeah. And just a little recap. It's top five Astros up 3-1 on the Diamondbacks. Beautiful. They're playing Mad Bum. Um, 
I believe yeah. uh, Correa bomb and Altuve bomb, and I think they got a sack fly as well, so three one there. But MLB is fun. It, they just, oh man, I, they just need to do a better job in gauging and putting people more in a, a bubble. In my my take there. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I'd have to agree with you. You know the the casino, the, the casino. Come on now. Yeah, you know it's tough because especially if. I'm a group of guys and we're flying city to city. And this is what you're used to doing is, you know, cause this is what Altuve said. He like, one of the things that he always looked forward to was when he traveled from city to city is he would take his uh, teammates out to breakfast or lunch, you know, and just whatever their favorite place was and okay. that they would go and eat. But now, cause we can't really can't do, do that. that. Yeah. But you know, obviously I guess they can if you're going to a casino. Um, but you know, like, if you're young, hey, you're probably uh, in the league for a few years. These are cities you're probably never going to go see. I mean, it's tempting. Um, yeah. But give me your judge stat. Uh, what you looking at here? So, yeah, so I am just pulled up more info on the Aaron Judge homers that he's been kind of just uh, knocking out the park. Yeah. Uh, bartender Jack, <laughs> uh, every time he gets to the, to the, to the plate. Um, Aaron uh, Judge – Homered in his fifth consecutive game on Sunday, becoming the first New York Yankees player in 13 years to accomplish that feat. I really wanted to figure out who that was, but it doesn't say. Yeah, A Rod. Probably. Oh yeah, boom! A Rod is the only player in the club to hit five home runs. Good. I think I was gonna have like a little trivia, but you would have got that. Um, but the quote that the, that kind of stuck out to me was they asked Aaron Judge how he was feeling. He said, "Quote, not locked in yet. Still trying to find it." I'm feeling good though. Like, could if if five or six home runs in five games is not locked in? Yeah. Could you imagine when he is locked in? Absolutely not. With like a moonshot, I think one was like four fifty five. Yeah, I think it still hasn't landed yet. Um, so that's fun to see. Um, I will say I'm not getting my hopes up because I do think the season gets suspended. But uh, you know, you have no faith, huh? You know, I really do. I forgot. Um. Big news was the Atlanta Braves, uh, their ace, uh, I forget his name. Uh, uh, Socorro? Yeah, yeah. Torres yeah. Achilles, so he's going to be out for a while. Dan, the man, okay. I'm sure, is just trust me, just crying on that one. Um, but in surprising news, Baltimore Orioles, Orioles they're 5-3. and three. They're looking not bad. Right. I mean, that's not bad for <laughs> you know? Baltimore. Hey, I guess in these uh, little 60-game season that we're Soroka, playing. sorry, not Soroka. Soroka. Yeah. Got my K and my R mixed up. Soroka. But, you know, um, there are some teams starting to pull away. But, again, some divisions, I mean, everybody – I mean, so early still, everybody's in it. 60 games. The trade deadline's going to be right around the corner. I'm curious to see if there's trades coming. Yeah. And see if any big names. The Astros traded some for somebody that was like uh, – pretty much just got released. But, really, nobody's gotten traded yet. Um, okay. But I guarantee there's going to be a few big names, especially since, I mean – Take the Astros, for example. You know, everybody's hurt in their bullpen. Or you got the Braves that just took a hit with their ace. I mean, yeah, they, you have your rookies, but you will see some people get moved here. So, I mean, I'm glad baseball is back. They just need to do a better job like the NBA and model it if they can off of this. But it's going to be hard because it's already in season. Yeah, know? it's hard to change something once it's, it's kind of the train has left the track. And it was kind of funny that, and a little bit ironic that what was Dan's thing that he said last week other than um, it's going to be who has the deepest bench is the one who's going to make it. And, of course, his ace is the one that goes down. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. So it's, it's, it's tough, man. Uh, so 
Soroka, he gone. Man, hate to see it. There we go. Yeah, update Astros 4-1, but that's all we got for the MLB right here. Right, and obviously by the time you guys hear this, the game will have been over, but, right you now. know, always good to keep them updated. <laughs> uh, speaking of updates, uh, just wanted to go into the world of the NFL, the National Football League. Yeah. Um, some Corona opt-out um, updates. Oh, that's funny. Um <laughs> So yeah, so there's been like kind of a list. People keeping track of all the players who have been uh, who have opted out. So I think since the last time we saw, we talked about it, um, not a lot of huge names kind of came out. Uh, I know Bills cornerback uh, EJ Gaines, who was a you know a veteran in the locker room. That's a big one. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Um, so more playing time for Josh Norman, which is probably not good for the Bills because he fell off a cliff uh, production wise. Um, today, Miami Dolphins wide receiver Alan Hearns opted out. Um, Patriots losing players left and right. Patrick Chung, Ducks, he's gone, so I don't have to hear that every Sunday night, so I'm excited about that. Um, and then uh, the New York Jets, this was the big one. Um, obviously, they went ahead and they lost uh, Jamal Adams by way of trade, right. who was like one of the best players on their defense. So who do you think is the second best player on their defense? Oh, probably CJ Mosley. That's yeah. it. Yep. Well, he gone. He opted out yesterday. What? So now you have, as the Jets, who always struggled defensively. Yeah. Um, you have no Jamal Adams. Yeah. You have no CJ Mosley. Man, if I am playing some fantasy, whoever is playing the Jets, you start them. Yeah, yeah that's who you're streaming. That, yeah. That's it. Wow. Poor, yeah, but, poor Le'Veon Bell. You know, you took the money. You got greedy. You could have had fun. And turn around and bitch you. You still could have been in Pittsburgh, you know, making well, good I mean, money. Yeah, you could have been making the money. I don't know about the success. And then the other big one for me was the Denver Broncos, uh, Juwan James. That's right. He's their, their starting left tackle. He's one of the best tackles in the league, I thought, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then my voice cracked. That's how crazy it was, man. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> wow. you know, they have an exciting young team. I think they were a fringe – uh, team to make the playoffs, and this is a big hit for him. Um, so not good to see. Uh, I believe they had till Saturday and to opt out. But Sean, the report is what Thursday. So apparently, what happened was the attorneys were working on a deal, right? Where they were like, "Hey, we're gonna work out a deal, and then when we figure out what it is, it'll be seven days after that, right? And that'll be like we'll give them that's seven days after whatever we whenever we come to an agreement, seven days from that, right? Yeah. Okay." which would have been Saturday because then they came up with it this past Saturday. Um, but so they were – because they projected like, oh, they said a while back, we'll have this done by August 3rd, which would have been Monday, right? Um, it is now August 4th. By the time you're hearing this, it's August 5th. So they said, well, because they since they dragged their feet and it took longer than they expected, well, instead of doing seven days after we've, you know, figured this out – excuse me um, – Let's let's make it August sixth, which is Thursday. So, okay. moving the date after what we originally agreed upon was like, hey, it's supposed to be seven days after what y'all decide, and now it's uh, five, four, four or five, right. four and a half, five days. Um, like that's not fair, right? Like that's you know, no. it's not our fault y'all dragged y'all's feet on getting yeah, this deal done and whatever. Still, no real safety requirements. Like the NBA had a hundred and two page 
regulations of what they were going to do for the bubble. It was like, yeah. So I was watching uh, Matisse Thibel was on uh, Jimmy Fallon last night. Uh, and he, he was talking about, he's like, you know, do you feel safe? And he was like, yeah, we got this manual. It's 104 pages or something like that yeah. about things that they were doing to make sure that we stayed safe in the bubble. He's like, I didn't read it, but I do, <laughs> yeah. I do trust them. Which is like, you know, like, yeah, it's like the, cert, the terms and conditions on Apple. It's like, I accept. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I got it. We're here. Sign me up. I probably Wait, just... Can you imagine Vince Young or Cam Newton trying to read that? Oh, no, that's Jamarcus Russell in those tapes all over again. Right? Yeah, uh, no, I, I read it. Yeah. I mean, what, what's I an extra that. couple days, you know, for the NFL? I don't understand why they moved it up. It, you know, that's not right for the players. Well, what it is is there's – Well, what it is because they see all these players opting out. So, like, well, sh- you know, crap, let's let's move it up so we don't lose any more players. Yep. Yeah, they just said – But now Miller's you're going to have more people that I guess aren't going to be able to – I'm going to say read this thing. I, I mean, a lot of them probably aren't going to read it. It'll take the words of the other people that do. But – um I don't know. Do you think people are going to panic now and just going to opt out? I think if you push it forward, like you're going to get a lot of people who were on the fence to opt out. I mean, we'll see that probably in like the next couple of days again. So it's, it's, you know, it's basically, I want to say August 5th by August. the next podcast, here's a bold take. I think one big name player. Well, what constitutes as a big name, like a pro bowler? You can do a pro bowler or, or some like first team all pro or something. Yeah. I'll, I'll do a first team all pro here. Wow. That's uh, a bold take. Well, Marcus Gilbert opted out earlier today, the lineman for the Cardinals. So, I mean, that's. There you go. I, I'm, 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 no, <laughs> after this, Brian, I won't take that one. But, you know, I, I, I do think there'll be a big name out there that's just going to opt out and it's going to have everybody else question, like, well, he's not playing. I think it was funny. Uh, Odell had done a. Um, an interview with the wall street journal. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And so he came out and he was talking about, you know, how kind of like unfair it was and um, you know, how some of the owners treat the, the players like, I guess, property or I forget the term that he used. That's not what he said. So let me not misquote him. Uh, But you know, it it was interesting about what he was talking about. Uh, So here I have the exact quote here. It says, quote, um, it's obviously for their money, and that bothers me because there's always been this, and I hate saying it, but like, but it's like that. But the owner's attitude is, oh, we own you guys. They don't see us as human, right? And the next thing that came out was um, talking about how he didn't feel safe. He didn't think that the the you know the team was doing enough, or that the NFL was doing enough to ensure right, right. the player safety. And in his defense, that where they're not, there still no. hasn't been any definitive like rules no. or what's going to happen if people get it. Like there still hasn't been like a hard and fast guideline. Um, and he said that you know he didn't feel safe, right? So that article gets published, and then like that same day, Odell Beckham uh, says uh, Odell Beckham's interview with uh, Wall Street Journal has been two weeks before. He saw how safe the Browns facility was, and he has no plans of opting out. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's not safe, but uh, I'll see you guys on Monday. Yeah, so. yeah I'll, I'll get that ten mil this year, whatever my hey, paycheck man. is. And that's the thing, and that's why I don't, I don't see big name players opting out because it's way too much money. You know what I mean? And I think we yeah. were talking about earlier. There's an opt out clause that gives the players, like I think, between one hundred and fifty thousand to three hundred thousand. I think it's more for the vets, the 150 for the rookies, or maybe flip. But anyway, um, so, you know, at least if it's these mid-tier players that are on, like, rookie contracts, well, maybe I sit out and I still make 
the same, maybe a little bit less than I would be making this year. Yeah. Um, but I just don't see like a big name. Like obviously, I don't think any quarterbacks are sitting out. That's way too much money. Wait. I just don't see any like key key players, like pos- like position players, to where it's like D line, like defensive ends, or yeah. you know, shut down corners, like. Big salary positions is what I'm trying to say. No, no, I, I don't see them opting out. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I can't imagine. I don't know. Like it's in, too much money. Yeah, to in my head, I just think that that the players feel like there's no incentive to opt out of that much money. You know what I mean? And and you know, I I would being being a person who's never made that much money, right. I have to agree. Yeah, right. no. I, I, I mean, I I do get. I agree. I see where you guys are coming from too, especially if an if I'm an NFL player, your career is already pretty short, yeah. you know, and, and mostly, especially for running backs. So, you know, a lot of the running backs are going to be there. Well, I think the average shelf life is like three to five years. But if I'm in the NFL, but if I'm a big name offensive tackle or a quarterback, and I know my job's pretty secure, like if I'm the Jets, you know, and who's the starting quarterback for the Jets? Quarterback? Yeah. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Why not sit out this year? You have crap, okay? You, you're not going to do we good saw this last year. year. Yeah. You, you're not going to do well this year. Get a high draft pick and then, like, and we back. already know he is susceptible to viruses. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. See? That. So maybe it is for the best interest of the Sam Brown. They just can't catch him. That's what I'm saying. Like, imagine, like, like oh man, we draft this kid. Was number six overall and Jamal Adams? Number six. He was yeah. top, Jamal Adams, top yeah. 10, definitely. Yeah. You know, we drafted him, he's the future, and he comes in, and then he is what you drafted him for. Oh, yeah. If you draft somebody top 10, you're expecting them to be first team all pro. Oh, yeah. Like you're and and he was that. He exceeded it. Yeah, and then he's gone. Vocal, great leader, excelled in the run, pass, and get mono and sit on the sidelines if you want an extension. Tell you that's the way to go in (laughs) New York. Do not Um, play well. One of the uh, players that spoke out about uh them moving up the date was um, Patriot safety and longtime captain Devin McCourty. Um, he was doing a video conference for the Patriots report or with Patriots reporters. Um, and he did not censor himself. He said, I think it's an absolute joke that the NFL changing is changing the opt out period, mainly because they don't want guys to, to, they don't want to continue to see guys opt out. I'm sure they're shocked by how many guys have opted out. I think it's terrible. I think it's BS and that the, that the league had changed the date. And I totally agree with him. Like, it's not our fault you guys messed up. Yeah. You guys kind of dragged your feet on the uh, on the issue. So, you know, give it, like, because they were like, oh, well, it'll be done by the third. Well, now it's not. Well, let's just make it the sixth. Well, that's not what you said. Yeah, you exactly. said seven days after you guys make up your minds. And apparently, you know, it's not seven days. It's four. It's five. Yeah, whatever the case like is. That. So you know that's that's pretty crappy, especially for a lot of these guys who are kind of on the fence about it. Like mm, I don't know. Like maybe wait a little bit longer. Let me get some more information about it. Well, no. Now you got less time to figure that out. Yep. Um. So it'll be interesting. Um. And other football news. Kind of the big story that hit. Uh, oh, I'm gonna tease that. Oh, we'll come back to that. Okay. Let's I forgot. See. I did forget something. Okay. Um, so your boy, um, you know, uh, hip hop artist, rapper, okay. Antonio Brown, uh, also, uh, former, uh, wide receiver, sorry, oh, okay. uh, you know, Tony Toe Tap, um, 
it comes out of the ruling for his actions last year. He is getting suspended eight games. Uh, does he have a team to play those eight games for? No. But um, I think he goes to the Ravens. You think? Wow, I like that. The Cousins, Hollywood Brown, and then Lamar Jackson's already came out and said, hey. Yeah, he, so he was. I think they're bad. Pretty spiteful on Steelers. Yeah, you know, beef with Mike Tomlin, right? I just think, you know, Antonio Brown. It makes too too much sense, you know what I mean? It does make too much sense. And, you know, it's unfortunate to say Antonio Brown was the definition of the player you wanted. This guy, he was, what, undrafted or drafted like seven, six rounds, something like that? Uh, Fourth round, I think. Yeah. Was he for? It wasn't wasn't early. Okay. So a late round guy, wide receiver, and this guy worked his butt off, was super like vocal, and he was a leader on your team. And then he earned his contract. And well, and then I don't know about leader on the team. Well, you know, I'm not going to say he didn't do anything that warranted like anything bad. And then I, there was one game where he just got popped in the head. I think it might have been a perfect hit to the head. And ever since then, you kind of saw it just kind of. Him change. I don't know if it has to do with concussions. You know, you know, it's unfortunate to say. But the guy, I guarantee, he can still ball and he can still play. Oh, he's still a top three wide receiver in the league. Like think yeah. three? Oh, easily top yeah. three. Yeah, I, I, when, I'd give him top five. Top three would be tough. You I have just, Julio, Mike Thomas, Hopkins off the bat. Yeah, before he left, he was no, better I was than Tyreek. And then Tyreek, no. nah, and Devontae Adams. I don't know if you could a, a full wide receiver like skill set, route running, speed, hands, yeah, awareness. He he's the total package wide receiver. He's probably the best wide receiver we've seen in front. He had like seven straight seasons so, of like at least five catches or fifty yards a game. Like he, he just, he's guaranteed to do get. Do you think he's done enough to make the Hall of Fame? I'd have to look at the stats, but I know he's close. Hard he's, to he's, argue. He's fringe. I mean, I, I he's done enough. I think the numbers are. are it, but but the thing is, if if you don't let, I'll take the back. Never mind. Uh, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have to see it. I'd have to see it. Um, but it took a long time to get Terrell Owens in. Yeah, you but know, I mean, he still got in. Yeah, but much to the chagrin of a lot of a voters. Lot. Yeah, you know what I mean. It wasn't like he was first ballot, even though he should have been. Terrell oh, Owens should have been first. Crazy. He is arguably top three wide receivers of all time. Yeah. If you look at his numbers, right? Um, man had 120 yards in the Super Bowl on a broken leg. Nine catches for, I think it was 129 on a broken leg. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, I can do it. Yeah, right. Um, but, yeah, I, going back to Antonio Brown, I think – you put him on a team, he immediately makes them like 10 times better. Oh, yeah, I would agree. First game with the Patriots, back shoulder catch for a touchdown, twisting away. You know what I mean? Like, I would have loved to have seen that work out. Um, everyone who talks about him talks about how hard he works, how he's always the first one there, last one to leave. He's got crazy work ethic. It's yeah. never, ever been his work ethic that's been questioned. It's just his mental stability, mental stability, and personality. <laughs> Right. Um, and again, it did seem like it was after that perfect hit that everything kind of went sideways, which is sad. But yeah, um, I've just I've never seen somebody tailspin like that. And it was all in one year. You yeah. know what I mean? It was all 
it was the helmet. He didn't like the helmet, right? So he said he was going to sit out until he could get like the helmet style that he wanted and that he was offering. It was like 50000 for the helmet yeah, that he wanted or crazy. something crazy like that. Um, and then it was, uh, you know, he was apparently he was getting into it with Gruden. And so he's gone. And then he goes over to, uh, or he had the, he froze his feet, right? Didn't he have like, yeah, uh, he got the, he was doing the cryo things and, and he, wasn't, he didn't wear he, the socks. He forgot to wear socks and then he messed up his feet. And then, you know, so they took their time there and then he just, he didn't like what the owner did. And Man. his time in Oakland didn't fare well. You know? Yeah. It doesn't sound like it. Yeah. It just, it wasn't good. And then he goes over to the Patriots and then that whole alleged like assault thing comes out. So and then he ended up going. I think he ended up did getting arrested for like tax evasion. So I don't know something. <laughs> it was a whole lot of stuff that just one after the other. He's putting out these rap videos. And then he signs with the Saints, and then he ends up, uh, or he did a music video about like Sean or about the Saints, and um, what? I remember he put a music video out about. Uh, Whenever he got released from the uh, Raiders, because he was talking trash about the Raiders, uh, and then he did a, a video with like he was like playing the guitar. I don't think it was him, but I would hope not. Uh, yeah, it was something about <laughs> John uh, Sean Payton. I don't know. It was bad. That's nuts. Yeah. So my question to you, okay, kind of getting over to fantasy, and we and we'll. Uh, bring up fantasy again at the end of the podcast. But um, if you're drafting and you're say 12 man league, okay. you're in the 10th round, right? Um, so you figure 120 players are already off the board. Okay. Um, you've got all your starters. Now you're looking for upside, right? So are you taking a flyer on Antonio Brown in your fantasy draft? So if I'm at, say I'm in the 10th round right now, there's, you have guys probably like Preston Williams, who's the wide receiver too from the Dolphins. Um, you probably have like AJ Dillon there from the uh, Green Bay Packers, the running back. Yeah. Um, so really, you might get some consistent production that has like 50 yards there every now and then, but there's no like big play upside. So if, Antonio Brown is there, and you have a a good bet that you think he's coming back. Heck yeah, I'm gonna take him. I still think wow. there's gonna team. There's gonna be a team that signs him. Yeah. So I mean, hey, you have him sit for eight games. He comes back right in time for you know the last four weeks, and then playoff time, right when he's getting his groove going. You know what I mean? Well, that's and like you said, especially if he goes to a team like Baltimore. Yeah, that's like okay, a high-powered offense that's gonna get him the ball, and he would fit so well with Hollywood, Hollywood Brown, and Lamar Jackson, and, and I don't know. I just like, I feel like the tenth that's a little rich for my blood. At twelfth, maybe fourteenth, I could see that. Tenth, okay, well, okay, maybe I I just threw out an arbitrary number, but like, okay. would you draft him in a fantasy draft? Oh, well, well yes, I I think like I said, somebody's gonna sign him, and the upside is definitely there because. Of the fact that, like, if he can just get, you know, a hold of himself mentally outside of the game, then he'll, he's going to be productive. Yeah. And and especially if he ends up in Baltimore. But I mean, can he do that? That's the thing. It's just, it's we've just seen time and time again, he yeah. just, he can't. <laughs> you know? 
That's tough. I mean, he had beef with destroying the the YouTube guy, and he I tried to sue it. him, and then like, what? The, I don't think that was real though. I don't know. Like, I, you never heard anything about it after that. I think that was for like YouTube views. I I do. I seriously do believe that. I don't know, but I mean, I just feel like, and also just like Antonio Brown's not a good actor. You saw that on like his cameo thing. Remember when uh, again last year? It was uh, he was promoting cameo after he got dropped by the Raiders, I think, or maybe when he was trying to get dropped by the Raiders. He was like, so cameo is the service that you can do. You can hire uh, celebrities, actors, you know, athletes. Oh yeah, to, like send yeah, you a personalized yeah. message. Yeah, and it was the most awkward thing ever. It was basically him in front of his pool, and he was like, um, hey, uh, I heard it's your anniversary wedding. It was the most awkward thing. I'll see if I can pull it up. At least get the audio for it. Oh, man. Um, I can't do that. It was so cringy. So you know he's not a good actor. Uh, And when he was talking about um, whatever he was talking about uh, destroying, you could just – you couldn't tell, like you could tell, it was just weird. Uh, oh, the way that he was talking, it didn't seem natural. That's why I thought, okay, right. But <laughs> trying to get a few views, huh? Yeah, it was a it was a weird wedding anniversary one, and uh, it was hard to watch. I'm be honest with you. <laughs> um, I can imagine. But kind of getting back to the the teaser that I had, the big news that came out yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yesterday on Monday. Uh, August 3rd was that Dwayne the Rock the Rock Johnson has purchased for 15 million dollars and help from a few other uh companies and another person Danny Garcia who I thought was boxer Danny Garcia <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure let me, and I'll look it up but I'm pretty sure it's his ex-wife okay well maybe it's his ex-wife but um a person named Danny Garcia who I thought was the boxer uh, purchased the XFL for $15 million. And what a steal that was in my books. See, my thing, my first thought was, oh, damn, The Rock just lost $15 million. <laughs> See, for me, like, the thing I think the XFL had really going for him was a lot of the rules and a lot of things they had established, like the kickoffs and the the punting and the, the points. I think if the XFL just went kaput, the NFL could have just easily took that. Oh, yeah. And they could have utilized that. And now they, I guess they kind of have that trademark. So, I mean, you could sell that to the NFL. I don't know how that works, but they had it a good thing going. Like here in Houston, we were like, finally, we got a championship. Yeah. MVP, we, Jay. We yeah. went to the, the games. It the was, season opener, right? Yeah. And that was fun. Oh, I, I was really blast, enjoyed man. that. I mean, any football in Texas, people are going to be nuts for. But, yeah. you know, I thought they had a solid product there. And, you know, to get it for, at 15 million. I think that's a steal if they can ever get this backed up with COVID and everything. Because I mean, Vince McMahon put a hundred mil, and then I think they got another hundred million raised. So they had two hundred million invested in this. That's what I'm just saying. It's like I don't understand how they. So I guess they bought just the brand for fifteen million dollars. I, I assume I the concept, the brand, and everything. Because um, if they were to get it back and going, they're gonna have to pay the players. That's what I'm saying. There's so. no way. Which, uh, but I mean, they have the brand, they have everything that they had laid out in the structure of it. So, I mean, if it would have hit bankruptcy and right. The Rock didn't save it, then I think it would have just went up for grabs and the NFL could really yeah, just yeah. pigeonhole and take whatever they wanted. Pretty, uh, I think I think the risk reward is, is good because, again, $15 million yeah. to Dwayne The Rock Johnson is That's not a one lot. movie. And, and you know? yeah, so 
Googling, Danny Garcia is his ex-wife and just an absolute gargoyle of a woman. She is a very ghoulish-like creature. I mean, I <laughs> you could not pay me enough, sir. $15 okay, million. so don't look at the screen, um, okay. but we're going to do a little game here. Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. um, buys the XFL $15 million. Um, anybody want to take a guess at his net worth? Dwayne The Rock Johnson's net worth. A lot of Fast and Furious movies. I would a lot say, of Jumanji's. I would say $500 million. $500 million. We're going to price his right this. Closest without going over. Benavidez, what do you say? I'll say... You can't do $1. Jeez. <laughs> I'll say $325 million. Let's spot on. Did you see my screen? No. Today, today, The Rock's net worth is estimated around $320 million. Uh, okay. We'll see. I was okay. over. That's, that's a 325 That's pretty good. But so I win. Do you I think, over. so if they ever get this back up and going and before the wow. games, before kickoff, do you think it'll be, do you smell what The Rock if is cooking? smell what the XFL is. Oh, I would. I'd pay to, I'd that to see that happened. just once, and then I'd be annoyed. But he comes out to midfield and just takes off a, a sleeve. I think he's getting way too into his baller's character. Uh, <laughs> I, I never just buying up, just stuff. buying stuff he doesn't need. Yeah. Um, apparently, he made. I've never seen the show, but apparently, he made a lot of questionable decisions in that show as apparently well. It's a pretty good show. That's uh, what I've heard. I've never watched it either. It's uh, HBO, right? It's, it's, yeah. Too rich for my blood. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think it's, I had a blast when we went. And like you said, oh, Gregory, yeah. the rule changes make it a lot of fun. I think there are things that need to be taken, like the instant replay. And then again, the miking up of the refs. I think these are things that should be brought to the um, kickoffs too. The I NFL. love the kickoffs and the rules. I'm I mean, you, it was just exciting to actually see them, you know. Oh. Yeah, they should just change the X to Experimental Football League and just throw some odd rules in there and, yeah. and just go from there. I mean, that's what the MLB does with their minor leagues. Really? Yeah, they uh, all the the pitching rules, the pitch clock, they that always starts out in the minor leagues. They try right. it out and then they're like, "Hey, it worked out well here. Game sped up by 5 minutes. Do we want it?" <laughs> yeah. A whole five yeah. Minutes. Now it's only 5 hours and 20 minutes long. Um completely changes the game. Right. So, I mean, again, I, I think it's fun to have because, you know, Americans need football year round. And oh, if yeah. you there's constantly going to be people who want to play and it they showed this year that um, there's NFL talent on those teams. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spring football can be a thing. Like, you know what I mean? And definitely P, uh, what was his name? P.J. Walker. Walker. P.J. Walker. I was going to say Williams. P.J. Walker. Got picked up by the Panthers. Mm -hmm. uh, the receiver got picked up too, right? The, uh, Cam Phillips got picked up yeah. by the Vikings. I, I think so. so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you know what I'm saying? Like, it's proven. Like, okay, there is NFL talent now. Trent Richardson was out there. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still couldn't find Still the hole. Still couldn't find the hole. But yeah. Shock. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I think as a developmental league, you know, NBA has the G League, MLB has the farm system. I think. This is like something that you could genuinely use. If you put the money into it and do it correctly, I think it could oh, be a great way. Um, and you see guys like in the NBA missing out on college to go play overseas or go play to the in the G League. Maybe you put some money, you can get 
guys out of high school or something. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe they're probably not out of high school, but instead of going, well, kids would get blown up if they're in high school. Yeah, but still, you know, there are yeah. going to be guys who who have you know massive growth spurts at their senior year and just want to forgo. Well, isn't it the you have to do portion of schooling? You know what I mean? Isn't it you have to do three years of college or two years? Of That's college what I thought. You had to be like at least twenty or twenty-one. Right. So that. maybe you do a year in college and you're a stud and you want to go get paid, right? I I, I got to feed my family. Let me at least go to the the XFL, play one year, dominate, and, and play like that. And I don't see honestly anybody doing that. I think you're gonna get more training and better looks at like Alabama or whatever. Well, and now with incentivizing college students for their life. Well, true. Um, but yeah, I just think if, if if you put the money into it and you genuinely care about it, it could be a great thing. Yeah. And that's oh, just yeah. what it's been missing oh, yeah. the last two times they've tried it. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I think that kind of concludes the show. Yeah, I think uh, so. I mean, I would listen. I think next week we'll, we might do a mock draft, and then Hard yeah. Knocks comes out. We might do a recap of Hard Knocks. And Absolutely. We, we've talked about that, and I think – so you guys stay tuned. You guys might get two shows for one year. Yeah, next week's going to be a busy week. We do want to do, uh, like Gregory said, Mock Draft 2.0. Um, we want to do the uh, the Hard Knocks. So this time next week it'll be live. We'll be watching that. Um, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, man. I, I'm very interested to see how it turns out, like y'all said, with the two teams in one location. And especially with everything that's going on with COVID, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, you know, what what precautions they're taking. Yeah. So I'm excited. Um, that's coming around the, cor- uh, around the corner. Um, basketball's back. Baseball's kind of in full swing. Yeet. We'll see what's going on with football. Um that's kind of where we have to leave off right now, man. It's just, it's just, we'll see, but it's, it's at least nice to have sports back in some capacity. Oh yeah. All right. Well, um, until next week, um, be on the lookout. There's more basketball. Keep watching basketball. Keep watching baseball. Um, yeah. soccer, I think is still going on. Yeah. Uh, I think they're still doing the, some of the, the MLS, MLS tournament back is challenged. Uh, shout thing. out to the Houston dash. Yeah, hey, it hey to, uh, bringing a title back to Houston. To uh, Fulham for getting promoted to the Premier League. They caught that game in the English Premier League, so uh, they'll be back up now from the second division. That's right, Clint Dempsey's Fulham. Is he? Look at him. Or no, I'm thinking. Am I thinking of Fulham or Fordham? Uh, probably Fulham because Fordham's a university. That makes sense. Uh, but I mean, he did. I don't think he plays there anymore. But that's where he was. Uh, Clint Dempsey out of Nacogdoches, Nacktown. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, that's right. Anyway, um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just like, I know if you're listening to this pod, chances are you're you're keeping up with sports anyway. Okay. You know what I mean? So just keep watching them. Um, NBA League Pass has some great deals online. The Sixers game was on the other night. You can purchase a full game for $2.99 a game. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And then if the game's in like the – if you turn in like the middle of it, because I wanted to watch the Sixers game, but it wasn't on TV, and it was like the third quarter – you can purchase that game for two ninety nine, um, or you can do I think ninety nine cents. You get ten minutes. Um, oh, so bad. just like money wise, it made sense. Like that was paid. It was like the middle of the third. I was like, let me just, you know, yeah, get the because uh, also ten minutes basketball time is like four and a half minutes. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. four and a half minutes basketball the time. end of the fourth. Right. So you know, it was I watched it on my laptop in bed. It was nice. I saw Shake Milton hit the game winner. Um, 
so yeah, go on there, check out those games. If, if a game's blocked out, I know most of them you're going to be able to get to see. Um, but just keep watching stuff, man. It's good to have sports back. I'm paying money to watch sports, so that's how you know <laughs> I missed it. Um, I am notoriously cheap. But uh, if you have any questions or want to reach out to us, Benavidez, you want to tell them how they can get a hold of us? Oh, yeah. Um, so um, you can reach us at on Instagram, uh, MSM Productions. 2020 um send me a dm uh email us too at msm daily mail at gmail.com uh send me an email with whatever you got i think we're on twitter now yes. as well so uh I, I i'm not gonna lie to you i've already grabbed the twitter handle but it's out there just look up msm productions and um and know, we'll have it in the uh in the info of this oh uh, yeah, so yeah you'll be able to see it so yeah man just uh, uh reach out to us send us whatever you got all right. Well, then, until next time, man. It was it was fun. It was, it was a great time. Yeah. Always talking about it. Uh, I'm stalling because I'm pulling it up right now. Okay, yeah. So it's at Major Sports Media on Twitter. So MSM Productions 2020 on Instagram at Major Sports Media. Easy to remember. No Major Sports Media five two seven. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's just straight with the egg profile at Major Sports Media. I'm surprised that one wasn't taken. Uh, hey man. All right, we'll take it. Um, so give us a follow. Um, I'm following right now. I had to make sure I was, but I am. Um, 13 followers, man. We're coming up. Uh, Moving on up. Reach out to us. Uh, let us know what you think. I want to, you know, like I said, we'll talk more next week. Uh, Hard Knocks, Mock Draft 2.0. Before we leave, how are the Astros looking? Astros, last I looked, was 8-1. to one. Ooh. All right, so I think they'll win. <laughs> All, right. All right. And we're going to finish the rest of this night watching the rest of this Rockets game. How about it, guys? All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. See you. See you.